everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Simmons Clean Energy Podcast. I hope you're all keeping well. And in this episode, we are covering Bulgaria. My name is Corinne Noel, and I am off council in the Energy, Natural Resources and Infrastructure Group at Simmons and Simmons. My practice is focused on the development, financing, and M&A of energy and infrastructure projects in the MEA, including, of course, Bulgaria. With me today is Yasin Spasov, who is a senior associate at Jingov, Kuczynski, Kuchokov and Vilichkov, uh, DGKV for short, uh, which is a premier law firm in Bulgaria and with which I've had uh, the pleasure of working extensively over the years. So hello, Yasin, a very warm welcome hello. to you today. <laughs> Can you please tell us a little bit first about your experience on renewables energy projects, please? Yes, th thank you. Thank you, Corinne. And uh, special thanks to you and your team for organizing the podcast series. It's a pleasure for me to be part of this initiative. So my name is Yasin Spasov and um, I've been with DGKV for the past 11 years. The law firm has a very strong profile in, in energy in Bulgaria. When I joined the law firm back in 2010, it was about the time when renewable energy had been scaling up for a couple of years already, as the Bulgarian government had offered generous feeding tariffs and other regulatory advantages, such as guaranteed access to the grid, priority dispatching and so on. Ever since then, we, as a legal team, we have been advising our clients on acquisitions, financing and regulatory matters. And since most of our clients are foreign investors or multinational companies without any previous local presence, we're quite used to guiding them from scratch. It is fair to say that we've been together with our clients through good and bad times. Well, I, I shouldn't forget to mention that there have been some policy turnarounds in response to the very rapid growth of renewable energy. But despite the turbulence in those early days, Bulgaria achieved the first binding target of 16% way ahead, way ahead of the 2020 deadline. And what we have now is a stable and much more predictable environment for investments in renewable energy. In the meantime, in our law firm, we... we we have built up a valuable expertise that we're always quite willing to share with our current or future clients interested in renewables. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you very much for that, Yasin. Um, so then to, to start off, can you just give us a brief description of the uh, Bulgarian government's targets in terms of not only um, the share of renewables in the energy mix, but also net zero and emission reductions? Well, um, I should first mention that Bulgaria hasn't adopted in, in its national legislation the renewable energy target under the 2018 EU Directive on Renewable Energy. And yet, we have set the target at 27.09% by 2030. This figure was proposed in Bulgaria's integrated national energy and climate plan. This is the plan which had to be submitted to the European Commission by the end of 2019. When the integrated plan was drafted, it was anticipated that Bulgaria would have the potential to reach this target of 27.09% as early as mid-2027. The target seemed quite easy to match because Bulgaria already stood slightly above 21% of renewable energy in its final consumption in 2019. So at that time, it looked like we, we had to make very little effort. However, this comfort seems to have been lost now especially in view of the forthcoming Fit for 55 package under the European Green Deal. I'm referring to the set of proposals made by the European Commission a few months ago. 
this is going to be a real game changer for renewable industry because the European Commission has updated the existing targets and they increased the overall binding target in the EU from 32% up to at least 40%. As far as Bulgaria is concerned, in, in the shadow of the COVID-19 pandemic and the coming elections next month, there hasn't been much public debate on the subject of how the updated EU target would translate into a national requirement for renewable energy. But whatever government comes to power at the end of this year or early next year, they will have to increase the national target for renewable energy above 27.09%. On the other hand, speaking of net zero or other carbon emission reductions, you, you can find various policy documents analyzing sector-specific CO2 emission levels in Bulgaria and, and showing the potential and targets for emission carbon reductions or removals. On top of that, as some of our listeners may be aware, the European Union passed a new regulation on 30th of June 2021, which has established the framework for EU-wide climate neutrality by 2050. This is the so-called EU climate law. And also, an intermediate target of 55% has been introduced and it must be reached by the year of 2030. Well, that, that's the, the end of this decade. In this context, Bulgaria also has a very ambitious plan, or, or I should rather say aggressive plan, because we're going to phase out coal power in a very short period of time. As you know, our country depends heavily on coal power generation, which normally accounts for about 40% of generated electricity. And according to the national plan, national recovery plan from the COVID-19 pandemic, coal power will be replaced by highly efficient gas power generation and a massive deployment of solar PV system across the country. I'm not going to dive into the details of the plan, but essentially it will be as early as 2026 when we'll have to abandon at least 75% of the coal capacity we use at the moment. So the next five years are obviously going to be eventful. And uh, we're going to be on a very, very tight schedule here. Very interesting indeed, in fact. So a lot to be done by the sound of it, and therefore a lot of opportunities then. Um, next question would be then in relation to the technology. What is the technology currently dominating the Bulgarian renewable landscape? Um, and do you think it's likely to change in the next decade? In Bulgaria, the, the renewable power generation mix has been strongly influenced by the incentives provided so far. Back in 2006, when the first feeding tariffs were made available, they only applied for solar and wind power generation. And it was a few years later when other technologies became eligible for state support. That, that included small-scale hydropower plants of up to 10 megawatts of installed capacity and different types of biomass. As a result, this, this policy produced the current landscape for renewable energy, where solar and wind dominate the market. Um, going forward, the, the share of solar power is expected to remain the highest because of favorable solar radiation conditions, which is to be followed by smaller increases in wind and biomass capacity. With, with respect to hydro, there is very little further potential for hydropower to develop, and it is expected to remain more or less at the current levels of installed capacity. And also geothermal power has been under consideration recently as a government-funded pilot project will be commissioned sometimes in the near future since we have no geothermal power plants at the moment. But although we have many sources of thermal power, the thermal capacity of each one of them would probably provide for smaller-scale projects. 
So at, at the end of the day, solar power will most likely remain the backbone of the renewable energy industry in Bulgaria. Okay, understandably, right? Bulgaria is a very sunny country. Um, so next up would be the main routes to market for renewables project in Bulgaria. Um, are there any government auctions, subsidies or, or any corporate PPAs or alternative offtake arrangements? When it comes to roads to the market for new projects, on, on the one hand, the, the previous state support has been continued only for existing power plants, the ones that were commissioned in the past. Whereas, on the other hand, the lack of feeding mechanisms for new project, projects hasn't really dampened the interest in renewable energy. Even when new projects rely on market revenue alone, both local and foreign investors have shown an increasing interest. For instance, in the first half of 2021, approximately 2,000 megawatts of installed capacity were registered for interconnection to the grid. If you break down these numbers, it shows that a large percentage of local industrial consumers are planning and developing renewable capacity for their own consumption, which should safeguard their businesses from price fluctuations at the wholesale market. But also you can see foreign investors exploring opportunities for corporate PPAs as a possible road to the market, especially with asset traceable companies as off-takers. And, and broadly speaking, the Bulgarian legal framework is suitable for corporate PPAs. For instance, we have some fiscal incentives in place for new renewable projects, which are completely exempt from certain duties. And what I recently found very interesting was a notable shift in perspective. Now, some foreign investors structure their investments in a way that they're partially backed by corporate PPAs and partially exposed to the market forces of supply and demand. It's not surprising investors are tempted with the gains to be made when electricity prices go through the roof. I mean, g given the current price levels of the wholesale market in Bulgaria, the price makes the business case for renewable energy even stronger. This month, the average wholesale price has reached levels of about 190 euros per megawatt hour. So in these circumstances, market exposure combined with some partial long-term capacity commitment seems quite appealing to everyone. And, and this is the current picture before having implemented the updated target for renewable energy, which is going to be somewhere well above 27.09%. Right. Uh, and then what are the main obstacles currently facing the renewable um, renewables market in Bulgaria? Uh, when, when obstacles are mentioned, the, the first thing that comes to mind is our past experience. About 10 years ago, developers had many things to worry about. Uh, finding a suitable site for project development, policy turnarounds or grid restrictions. But today, there seems to be a single obstacle in this sector. And the name of that obstacle is grid capacity, or rather the lack of it. Currently, available interconnection capacity is very limited in some places. There are many areas where grid infrastructure is either old or underdeveloped. Unfortunately, the, the efforts to replace obsolete infrastructure have been modest so far, and all hope for finding a solution to this problem is in the Bulgarian National Recovery Plan from the COVID-19 pandemic. So the, the document for Bulgaria foresees substantial investments and transformations with, with respect to grid capacity and the overall operation of the electricity system. It, it paves the way for financing dedicated specifically to improvements in grid infrastructure, which in turn would enable the interconnection of additional renewable capacity and efficient operation of 
its intermittency. Also, I, I should I should mention that energy storage has been put on the list of priorities as well. We have several pumped hydropower plants in operation. The capacity for pumped storage hydroelectricity will be increased, as this is one of the feasible options for storage of intermittent renewable energy. Right. So, so in addition to to those, and the in addition to the Bulgarian National Recovery Plan in particular, do you have any more kind of more specific uh, key legislative and policy updates in the pipeline specifically for renewables? At the moment, there seems to be nothing in the pipeline. But given the fact that approximately seven thousand megawatts of renewable capacity is expected to be commissioned by twenty thirty, which also implies a significant expansion of the grid and storage capacity, then I'm, I'm confident that it won't be long before we see a large number of proposals and measures being put forward for discussions. It, it is still uncertain what exactly such legislative measures would look like. But as I said, Bulgaria is already planning for the phasing out of coal power and its substitution with other sources of cleaner energy. Even, even renewable energy capacity auctions, which we do not have at the moment, but they, they, they have been mentioned by policymakers. No details have been disclosed so far, but auctions together with some partial capital expenditure support, have been put on the table for consideration, as this would be one of the admissible forms of state aid. Right, right. So changes on the way. Um, yeah. And last but not least, of course, uh, given the ongoing COP26 conference, um, what positive outcomes are you personally hoping to see come out of it? Obviously, we won't hold due to any of this. <laughs> this is just a personal impression. Yeah, to, to be honest, my expectations are not that high from this meeting. As much as I would like to be super positive, this is the 26th time when the parties get together to talk about climate change. And we have already been through a lot of negotiations. Uh, we, we, we have witnessed many commitments and promises. On the other hand, I, I must admit that progress has been made. In the EU, for instance, carbon emissions were reduced by 24% between the years of 1990 and 2019, which includes Britain as well. But then when I read the IPPC reports, I realized that we're still nowhere near where we should be in order to reverse or prevent the devastating consequences from climate change. At this very moment, as we speak, the, the average global temperatures have risen by about one degree Celsius. That's one degree above pre-industrial levels. As, as simple as it is, it, it's time for more action. Uh, it, it's not about long-term objectives, no. It, it is about what we're going to do in the next five to ten years, I believe. Indeed, and I could not agree more. Time for action. Um, well, that's all we have time for today. Well, thank you very much to Yesen Spasov uh, for taking part in our podcast series. I think this was a very interesting introduction to the renewables market in Bulgaria. Um, so for more information, please do reach out to us or to Yesen Spasov directly. But uh, please keep an eye out for the next episode in our podcast series on um, LinkedIn, the Simmons & Simmons website, Spotify and Apple Music. Have a lovely rest of the day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.